Hey, you scruffy-looking nerf herders. Welcome to Records of the Republic, a podcast where we talk about all things Star Wars, from canon to the EU to Legends content and more. We are your hosts, Wade and Kevin, and we're going to make the jump to light speed as we try to tackle today's topic of conversation with you. Strap yourself in, and don't get cocky, as we embark on this journey together into the Star Wars universe. Hey guys, welcome back to Records of the Republic. We are on episode 20, which we didn't realize we were that far along when we recorded the last one. I think we said 18 on episode 19, so, you know, whatever. I'm not, who's keeping count? Double digits. Yeah, that's right. Well, we've been in double digits for like (laughs) a while, Kevin. (laughs) That's the joke, Wade. (laughs) Oh, okay. I gotcha. Well, my name's Wade, as Kevin announced, and... His name's Kevin, as I announced. <laughs> we Welcome back, guys. <laughs> it's been like what three weeks since we've recorded? Two weeks? Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking today how it's a we're, we're releasing two episodes this week. So to the fans, it's yeah. It's I guess not... that's true because we released one on Sunday, and then we're releasing this yeah. one tomorrow. Because I'm going to stay up and edit since I don't have to work tomorrow. So it's only been a couple days since they've heard us. That's true. So you guys are getting like an awesome bonus birthday week almost by yep. having to listen to us twice. All for free. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't charge you guys for our premium content. Maybe if we start producing premium content, we might charge. But until we get... <laughs> It's a long way to go. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> no. Um, Kevin, how are you doing, man? I'm good. Life is finally relaxing. This is yeah. the first normal week that I've had uh, in a couple of months, it feels like. so. Oh, that's encouraging. I am, yeah, I'm much more chipper. You know, I have been able to enjoy some downtime. Started playing De- Minecraft. This is definitely the most energetic I have seen or heard you on the podcast in a few episodes. So yeah. that's exciting to hear. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just before we got on here, I was playing Minecraft with Skyler. Um, that's exciting. They got me to start playing it because there's a Mario mashup. Okay. Um, so the world is just Mario themed. And I was like, all right, I'll play it. And um, it's quite fun. But what's been going on? Um, like I said, work's work's been chilling out. Zach's not doing baseball anymore. Right. So I've got some free time, but I haven't really been filling it with Star Wars. I started um, a what? comic series. Yeah, I know. What? I started I started a comic series. It's um it's the twenty it started in twenty twenty. It's the it's the amazing Spider Man, uh, by Zeb Wells. That's not Star Wars. It's not Star Wars, but it is Marvel. Which that doesn't produces the Star Wars comics. Um, I, I don't... Listen, listen. I indulge your BS every time you want to talk about something not Star Wars related. <laughs> when, I'm going to talk I, about Spider-Man. How many times have I talked about non-Star Several. Wars related content? Because I Several. can't. I can't think of any. All right. Well, go listen to the episodes. No, I'm it not. Happens. Go. 
<laughs> all right. So all, all right, to fine, all I'll of our up. listeners, I haven't done anything except for watch <laughs> and read Star Wars for the last three weeks. That's your job, Kevin. That's what yeah. I pay you to do. I was lying about the whole comic stuff. I've, it's only <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I can't. All right. Well, okay, Spider-Man. Anyway, you were saying you started a new Spider-Man comic series. Yeah, and it's really entertaining. The art is really good, but the story is kind of weird at times. Like, I like the characters, but right. sometimes things happen, and I'm like, that's it? You know, like, sure. anticlimactic. The, the first arc was about Tombstone, which to me is, he, he kind of reminds me of Fisk. I don't know much about him. It's the first time I've ever seen him in anything. And, oh, Tombstone, the like a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. heard of him. He was cool. Like they built him up. He was badass, and and then the final arc happens, and I'm like, that was the final arc, huh? Like, I, I was, I was a bit disappointed by it. Um, but the art is really cool. That's kind of what's keeping me sure. into it. Um, but yeah, I love Spider Man, so I figured I would. I've been reading. I've been reading one before bed every night. It kind of it helps me wind down. So um, okay. I mean that makes sense, but I guess I, I guess I'm uh, I have an obligation to talk about Star Wars. So I've been reading, I'm still reading the Corellian trilogy. I'm about a hundred pages into the the first book. Okay. Um, I'd like to be further in, but I've been reading those comics. I've been playing Minecraft. I've been playing Zelda. So well. To be honest with you, I'm I'm going to admit something. You've probably absorbed more Star Wars content in the last few weeks than I have. So, you're actually doing pretty well. Very nice. Cuz well, I, I think I think that my status like I'm a lot I think it's okay to wait to take another content than Star Wars sometimes. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw my my tweet before earlier today where I was like Hey guys, you know, if you have anything you want us to discuss on the podcast, you know, just let us know because we're recording episode 20 or something to that effect. And then I said, it doesn't even have to be related to Star Wars. <laughs> Did you put in parentheses, <laughs> please make it not about Star Wars? <laughs> no. <laughs> please, God. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I ha I've, been, I've been really slacking. Like, I haven't had any, like before with being a tech, because I don't know if I said on the last episode, but I changed positions at my work. I got kind of a promotion. Um, so I'm an it's inspector It's hard to know what now. was... It's hard to know what made it to the final cut, because you had to record it I know, so many times. Twice. And uh, so I start, I've started the new position, and the drive time in between appointments is almost non-existent. Oh. Um, and then I'm there at the house for two hours, and like... Part of it is sitting in the truck, filling out paperwork, like, you know, trying to show, hey, this is this is what's going on. This is how we can resolve it. And that's essentially what I'm getting together is pricing and stuff like that. But I just I haven't found myself having nearly as much downtime as I did as a technician. So I haven't been able to listen to audiobooks. Now, I, I could technically on my way to work and my way home, but I just I haven't. I've just been yeah. so beat afterwards and I'm still, my mind, like when you're a technician, you don't have to worry about nearly as much. Like you go in, you treat the house and you're done with the house. But for me, my mind is going a million miles an hour thinking, you know, um, 
you know, what if we tried to adjust this to make it work for this customer? Or what if we tried using that to solve this problem instead of using this and so on and so forth? I'm just, I'm constantly thinking. And I think it's just because it's new to me. Um, I get it. That's how my job is still. So I know I'll get back to reading it. Like I'm taking, I'm going to camp this weekend and I'm taking this with me. Yeah. Nice. For those who aren't watching, uh, this is the Star Wars from the Adventures of Luke Skywalker book uh, that Kevin got me. So I'm going to be taking that with me to camp and hopefully trying to power through it uh, over the next three days, which will be nice. Um, but yeah, it's just I haven't I haven't absorbed hardly anything Star Wars. I've checked Twitter yeah. a couple of times and it's mostly been when we've had followers like reach out and message us or, you know, reply to our tweet, that kind of thing. But I think I've only tweeted a handful of times. Not me. In the last couple <laughs> weeks, I did tweet. I, I got this really cool. I always think everything I pick up is cool, <laughs> even though sometimes it's maybe not as cool. But I, uh, for, I went to Ollie's again this past weekend, and I got a couple of books, which is pretty cool. One is like the different. I think it was the different ships of Star Wars. Um. And it's a kid's book, you know, it goes through all the different kinds of starfighters and, you know, all kinds of different ships that exist in the Star Wars universe. And so I bought that for Gene. And then I bought another book that's Where's the Wookiee? And it's essentially Where's Waldo, but with Wookiees and then the Star Wars universe. It's like $2. And I was like, absolutely, I'm going to buy this. That one's not for Gene, at least not right now. That one. I was gonna say, wait, <laughs> like you say for Gene. Well, the other know, one is because I already sure. like the stuff that you it covers. It. Yeah, well, <laughs> there wasn't much to read in that one. I, I'm not a big reader. I'm much more of a picture book kind of guy, and that's why Where's yeah. the Wookiee is a little easier for me to comprehend. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I flipped through the pages, and it's like, okay, yeah, these are all like, you know, it's got like the. The the thing that really bothers me about some of them is like with the Ada Actus class starfighter, all it says is Ada Jedi Starfighter. And I'm like, that's not its uh, full name. And same with the accurate. Delta. And I'm like, come on, come on. These noobs are writing books out here. Anyone can write a book these days. Yeah, that's offensive. It's di- it's it's disappointing. I mean, at least they could get some more, like, some, put some more information into it. Yeah, no, I, I'm making fun of you, but I, I agree. Like, I don't know why they can't. It's, yeah, just call like, it what it is. Yeah, use the full name. It's not like it's this big word that is going to be hard for the kids to say. No. no. So, you know, but it's for Gene. I'm not, I don't yeah. really, I, I just look down on it now and wish I hadn't bought it. But it was also $2, <laughs> so. And then Just cross it out and correct it. <laughs> I found, uh, let's see, what did I find? I found a couple of different Kenner figures, the retro collection. Uh, it was the Armorer, uh, Ahsoka, and well, who was the third? It was another Mandalorian. Oh, it was a Death Trooper from oh, Mando cool. Season 1. So I found all three of those, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to pick them up because they're each like three bucks. That's that's a fine. I would. I love Death Troopers. I do too. They are yeah. arguably my favorite of the Stormtroopers. With maybe that's what like we would a couple always play of, as. I know. That's what I. That's why I'm saying. Like, 
arguably my favorite. Now, I do like the Shore Trooper from um, Scarif in Rogue One. I love yeah. that design. I, I love it, love it, love it. I also love – so we'll get into this a little bit later, but I think some of the best Stormtrooper designs have come from uh, Solo and Rogue One. I do. I think yeah, they, I it's just awesome. Um, the only thing I wish is that some of them had popped up here and there in some form or another in the original trilogy, because I would have loved to see more of them. Um, yeah. You know, we got we got variations, which was cool with, you know, the snow trooper on Hoth and the scout trooper on Endor. And I think that's what they're kind of trying to do is show, hey, you know, you got the scout troopers on bikes on Endor, you know, foresty planet. This is it's kind of lighter equipment, more maneuverable. The Hoth Trooper, yeah. kind of heavier equipment. Um, so I, I think that's all they're doing is saying, you know, here's another planet with another climate that's different than what we have seen before. Here's a new trooper that we kind of figure, you know, whatever. Yep. So, but yeah, Death Troopers are by far some of my favorite. And yeah. if I find another, if they have a couple more, I might pick one up for you and, and Dylan if they have some. Because those are just, they're so slick. Yeah. So For sure. I got That'd a nice cool. little haul. I was pretty. Oh, oh, and then they had these. Um, oh crap! What are they called? Um, you know, like the four plus age range, like starfighters that they have with like, they're not quite like play school. They're a little bit more detailed than that. But you know, the starfighters are like I don't know, yay big. The characters are only about that big. They fit inside it. Um, I don't know what you're crap. talking about. Let me see if I can find it. Star Wars toddler toys. Oh, come on. They've got to have it. Galactic Heroes, is that it? Mission Fleet. Oh, I think I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mission Fleet. They had a bunch of them at Ollie's and different really? ones too. They had Ahsoka with her Jedi Starfighter from Clone Wars. They had Luke with Grogu and an X-Wing. Um, they had... What else they have? They had Bo-Katan with her gauntlet, Starfighter. And then they had, I think it was Moff Gideon with his TIE Fighter. Okay. So they're normally like 15, 20 bucks. They were all on sale for like four or five. Wow. So I picked up trying to one of the, each of them. Well, what happens is Ollie's, Ollie's ends up just selling. They get a lot of surplus orders. Or yeah. things that from other stores that don't sell a whole lot of, and they just need to clear off their shelves. That's how Ollie's gets some of their products. Sure. Um, and so it's always it's always a gamble as to what you're going to find at Ollie's. But oh my god, I love the place. Like I see people on Reddit in some of the in some of the groups that I'm a part of, constantly posting like, "Hey, this is what I found at Ollie's today," and I'm like. Why can't my Ollie's carry that? But then I'll post something and say, well, this is what my Ollie's carried. And they're like, oh, dude, that's so cool. You know, so yeah. Ollie's is awesome. Ollie's is like Disney World, but on a budget. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. I could I could literally spend hours there and Penny hates it. Cool. So found a lot of cool stuff. Um, let's see. I haven't actually played any Star Wars video games lately. Uh, I've been slacking on that. I've been. I, I was trying to w work through Jedi Survivor again, and then I got distracted playing uh, Fortnite, Battlefront, and what's the other one? Fall Guys. Have you played Fall Guys before? Oh my nope. gosh! 
it's so it's so simple and stupid, but it's also really, really, really fun. Uh, essentially, you're racing. You. It, it is. I, I can understand the rules very easily. You only <laughs> have to press like three buttons. So you're essentially just racing. Most of the it's like an obstacle course that you're just trying to race to the end, and each like level you have like a certain amount of people will make it. So like the first level out of 40 people, like maybe 32 will make it. And then the second level, maybe 20 will make it. And then so on and so forth till you have a champion. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a lot of fun. It, it's, it's pretty fun. So Zach and Emily and Penny and Rachel and Ron and I will all get on at different times and play together. And so it, it's, it's been really entertaining, but I've also been trying to unlock some stuff on Fortnite. So, which is, been taking me longer than i'd like because i just haven't had time to do really hardly anything hopefully you get some free time i'm hoping so too because i'd like to play some more video games um i've also been i did work a little bit more on tears of the kingdom i did have the the little the little time i've had i have worked on that a bit um because that game's fantastic it's it's so much fun have you been playing breath of the wild yeah, I don't have the new one yet. That's okay. You want to get through Breath of the Wild first. Yeah. I think it's going to take me a long time. I'm it not will. good at it. <laughs> I'm so bad <laughs> well, at it. Well, that's also hard. My yeah. my problem is, like, playing this, I end up going back and looking. Like, as I go to fight different enemies, I forget that I'm not leveled up where I was when I ended breath of the wild. So I can't go around and just smack some of these boss monsters. Like I'm thinking, Oh yeah, this is going to be easy. I'm, I know how to beat yeah. them and I do, but the weapons and armor and everything that I have are so low right now that I, I, I always forget. So I've just learned to save before I go attack a monster. And then if I find that the monster is too difficult, I'll run away and figure out something else to do for a while. There you go. Smart, but Yep. That's the best way to do it. Uh, going back to our tweet, this is going to seem really funny um, how I'm going to do this, but we got a voice message from Rural Farm Boy in our email. So I'm going to play it, but since I don't know how to play it on the recording, I've got it here on my phone, and I'm going to play it into the microphone. High-quality production. That's right. <laughs> what? Well, well, Premium production. Kev and Wade, it's your Twitterverse and podcast listener friend, Rural Farm Boy, RFB. Just seeing, I think it was Wade put the message up in the Twitterverse that you're recording tonight and to send along anything that you might want to ask. And I thought, all right, I've asked a few of our other pod friends, but now it's Records of the Republic's turn for this question. I know every now and again folks tend to give Imperial Stormtroopers a a hard time because I'm saying this as a former I served in the 501st Legion as a Stormtrooper that folks give Stormtroopers a hard time saying you can't hit a broadside of a Bantha and whatnot. And to me, that's kind of nonsense. And the reason that I'm thinking that is, how does a galactic empire for 
nearly 30 years keep an iron grip on the galaxy with what some folks says is incompetent soldiers? How does that happen? Because to me, it can happen. And we've seen in other places where just how very effective they are. If um, you're familiar with Lost Stars, there's a part that gets Thane Tyrell to really change his mind because he's a TIE fighter pilot to defect to the rebellion where they're taking apart families um, enslaving a race called the Badachi. Like I said, if you're familiar with the story. Or, if you want some pretty good visuals, you remember what happened on Ferrix? I would say no fairly competent. So now I want to hear your boys' thoughts on why that's a load of bantha poodoo. And cannot wait to hear what you say. Think about it. Maybe I'll have you in my work day. No, you'll be in my weekend playlist, I'm thinking. But till next, boys, cannot wait to hear Records of the Republic. Get it in my playlist. And till next episode, May the force be with you both. See you on the radio. So thanks, RFB, for sending this. This is the first time. I I always say whenever we get a voicemail that I'm going to figure out how to upload it into the – and I just – you know what? I don't have time for that. I'm going to play it on my phone. So anytime we get a voicemail, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to have Kevin tell me how far away or close it is to the mic. We need to calibrate because I, I think, Wade, I don't know if you can could hear it through your headphones. We got blasted. That was so loud. Did we? Yeah. I don't know if you can edit that part and turn the volume down, but if not, I'm so sorry. I apologize, guys. Well, our listeners will just know to turn it down a little bit on their stereo or headset. We should I give them a warning. I couldn't hear. Yeah, that's what I'll do next time. Hey, we're going to play a voicemail. Uh, we're technological. Well, I'm technologically unsavvy. So um, just be prepared for it to possibly be loud. But just know that him and I, Wade and I are on video, and I was trying to direct traffic <laughs> and, and get him away. He, he was giving me hand signals on where to place the phone. and <laughs> So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try we'll get to do it dialed better. in. But anyways, I am 100% with RFB. I don't think that people have an issue with stormtroopers. I think that they have an issue with plot armor. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. When we would see stormtroopers, it would be when they're shooting at Luke, Han, you know, whoever, who obviously are not going to die. But if they are, George also made it a point in in you know a new hope saying oh those are too precise to be uh or they they have to be stormtroopers it's too precise to be anything else so obviously they have a reputation because right ben really hadn't seen too many right like he'd been in hiding we know from obi-wan kenobi that he he saw some battle but i don't think he probably had too many run-ins with stormtroopers that were shooting so the right. few that he did they must have been pretty pretty accurate well, look um, at the look at the opening scene of uh, A New Hope when the stormtroopers are boarding Tantive Four. 
Yeah. I mean, they level the rebels. Now, do some of them get shot? Yeah. Do some of the bolts miss? Yes. Do they miss R2-D2 and C-3PO obviously walking in the middle of the hallway? Yes. But they still end up killing the rebels. So, I mean, you know, I I think that's the biggest thing is I I think the first of the main characters gets shot in Endor when Leia gets blasted in the shoulder. But we see time and time again there are plenty of times where they don't miss. It's just they're they're making their hits against character. You know, they're essentially the Star Wars version of a red shirt in Star Trek. Yeah. They're, They're going to die. Anyone who isn't in the main cast... You know, they have no plot armor. And I think that's what it comes down to. I think that's what people poke fun of. And obviously there are tons of memes about how stormtroopers can't aim. And, you know, I'm still going to share those because I think they're funny as all get out. Yeah, they are funny. But the ultimate problem isn't necessarily their their lack of skill or ability. Um, You could make an argument, though, that some of it is, you know, due to propaganda, sheer number, um you know, just being able to overwhelm the enemy with the amount of people. Um, the other thing is if, you know, stormtroopers look essentially very similar to clone troopers, clone stormtroopers are supposed to essentially be the new clone troopers, just not clone. You know, they re- the empire replaces the galactic Republic. That means the Imperial army and Navy replace the galactic army and Navy. And so there's a transition here from clones to stormtroopers, the armor similar and clone troopers have an excellent reputation for being incredible soldiers. And so, you know, that can kind of translate it. You could, I, I could see an argument being made saying, well, just knowing that this is essentially the next step in, you know, evolution, looking at a stormtrooper saying, oh, this is a, you know, a new version of the clone trooper. I, I could see that argument being made. I could see that argument pre-Disney. Probably, I could see, yeah. Because Disney has done a really good job with Stormtroopers and the yeah. Empire. Well, but... and that's the other thing. We've got a lot of variants of Stormtroopers that are specialized and have more training than your basic Stormtrooper, too. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to – we've also got to keep that in mind that just because Storm – you know, even if we say Stormtroopers are less competent, you know, than Death Troopers and Shore Troopers and Snow Troopers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera – you know, all these other guys have had specialized training. I don't think they're just stormtroopers in different armor. I think they they would have gone through special training to have that position wherever they are. So, I yep. mean, you there there could be arguments made that stormtroopers are the lower level of the troopers outside of like maybe the ar- you know the army infantry. But you know, at the same time, like I said, and like you pointed out, I think it's more of a plot armor issue, to be honest. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. That's where they tend to miss. And, you know, although you do also have the opening scene where the stormtrooper bonks his head on the doorway. So, I mean, you could also make an argument for incompetence there. (laughs) Like, I, I just think there, there's an argument to be made that maybe they can't see. I mean, we saw in solo Rio Durant says the same thing when he's taking off the armor as he's getting into the ship to fly it away, the ATAT hauler, um, he says, I can't understand how these guys see any in, in these or fighting these. And so there, there could be an argument to be made there. 
Wade, who among us has not bonked our heads on stuff? We've all hit our heads. Doesn't make us incompetent. Well, when you're, I've never bonked my head walking through any kind of doorway. Have you ever been in a battle situation? No, no, you haven't. So that's true. But somehow the other twenty troopers that ran through were able to do it without hitting their head on the doorway. You know what's an interesting thing that. Um, I know it's a, a popular quote among Star Wars fans, but I've always wondered truly what, why this was said. Maybe she was just making fun of him. But when Luke rescued Leia and she oh. goes, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? <laughs> That's such a good line. Yeah. Maybe she was just trolling and just trying to insult him. But the uh, I always wondered why. Like, why did, the, why is that what she said? The Family Guy version of it, which is not family friendly, so I won't say it, but the Family Guy version of that is 20 times better because his response to her is incredible. Basically, he just says something like, fine, stay in here and rot, you stuck up. Yeah. (laughs) I always – and anytime I watch the the Family Guy Star Wars series, like I would love for them to make prequels. Because they, I thought the original trilogy was just so good. So Seth MacFarlane, I know you're not listening, but if some of if if like one of your employees or a family member shares this with you at some point, please, please, please do a prequel version because the original trilogy was so good. Agreed. But thanks again, RFP. So that's that's my opinion. I think it's just it's more plot armor than anything. Um, like I said, I can see an argument being made for them being a little bit more on the incompetent side, but I think it really stems more from there's just plot armor around certain characters. Sure. So that's my opinion. Take it or leave it. Kevin, you got anything to add? No, I I agreed. I, I agree cool. with RFB. I think Stormtroopers are great. I don't think that the rap they have is fair. No, probably not. But it is funny as all get out. So yeah, I will is. continue. I will continue sharing that. And I, I'm sorry if that upsets you, RFB. Don't hate me for that. But I'm I'm going to continue sharing that with friends and family. As you should. Yep. This is the way. Um. Speaking of which. You said something about quote earlier. Kevin, I was going to ask you, what is your favorite Star Wars quote? Oh, my goodness. Yep. I'm going to do this to you. Totally. (laughs) I'm going to start doing this like once an episode. I'm going to have one question or something where I don't have it written down. I'm just going to ask you. All right. So I'm going to answer it two ways. The one that I quote the most but isn't really my favorite. Like it wouldn't necessarily be my favorite, but the one that I say the most is going to be do or do not. There is no try. Sure. Um, I troll my kids with that one and it confuses them because <laughs> they're told like at school, it's you, you try, try your you hardest. Try. And then I come in. No, you either succeed or you fail. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. No, but I, I do. I do think that there is some actual wisdom in that quote, right? Like you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, Set your mind to do it. Yeah. But I, I don't think that and get there's her no done. such thing as trying. 
Get Her um, Done wasn't in uh, Star Wars, was it? No, it was not. I can't use that one. Dang it. Um, but my favorite <laughs> is going to be, you know, take your pick of anything that Obi-Wan says at, I was gonna say, to Anakin. The one I say the, the most is, oh no, the one I say the most is simply, hello there. And yeah. that's it. That's I love doing that to people. Yeah, well, or, maybe or no, I guess the one I say the most is probably Roger Roger. I was just about to say yeah. that one might yeah, that have to one's be in probably the, the most because I say that still to this day. Yeah, so that's that's probably the one I say the most. But I like Hello There as well. I don't like sand is another one that comes out of my mouth a lot. <laughs> that every single beach trip we take, I, I cannot help but say that <laughs> because I, I hate sand. I'm right there. The, one of the few things I really truly agree with Anakin on is that whole dialogue. I hate sand so, so much. I absolutely yeah. despise the beach. One of my favorites too is from clone wars and it's, when Anakin is locked in the room talking to Padme and then he comes out and Obi-Wan's like, tell Padme I said hello. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. Did you see that? uh, Did you see Filoni's original design for the Bad Batch ship? No. Originally, he had like, you know how in World War II they had a lot of like pinup girls on sides of ships and everything? Well, they originally had Padme painted on the side of the Marauder, (laughs) and uh, I think it's called the Marauder. Isn't that what it is? I think so. Yeah. So they had it painted on, uh, and there was some kind of comment about it, because Anakin comes up as they're getting ready to come down the ramp, and he sees it and makes some kind of comment on it, and then Wrecker talks about her being the prettiest senator or something like that. That's funny. I I really 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 wish they had kept it in there, but yeah. it was Disney, and you know, <laughs> I had to make love, some adjustments. I just love any time Obi Wan puts Anakin in his place. Like yeah. he's like Anakin. I'm not stupid. I know you're on the phone with Padme. You're <laughs> all right. lovey dovey. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I love that quote too. Uh, so good. So there are so many good ones out there. Yeah. Do or do not. There is no try. Is another good one. I do like that one. I have a bad feeling about this. I like Penny hates this, but she'll say I love you sometimes, and I'll I'll look at her and go I know, and then walk out of the room, and she gets so annoyed when I do that. I don't do it often, especially right now. <laughs> yeah, that one is just overdone. No, it's not. Yeah, it it's is. perfect. Every it fits. Star so many situations. Wars wedding has that. You know, couples get it tattooed. It's just not. We were going to get it tattooed. Exactly. I think it would be fantastic. All right, do it then. Or we could do, uh, how does that work? It works. From uh, (laughs) Solo. (laughs) (laughs) There There are many good Han quotes. There are a lot of good ones. All right. Now to get on to our main event of the evening, our solo rankings. Yes. Um, first, anything that really stuck out to you that you wanted to talk about with solo? 
Um, nothing that's not really going to be in what okay. I wrote, but there were a couple, there was one Easter egg that, um, I'm not going to act like I called it out. I looked, I wanted to see if there were any cool ones. So this, somebody found this for me, but, um, L3, mm-hmm. obviously in the movie, they kind of upload her right. information. It becomes part of the Falcon. Um, that's a bit of an Easter egg to Empire Strikes Back when uh, they're in the Falcon and 3PO is talking about how this is, I don't know what the exact quote is. I don't remember it, but he connects, he's plugged in to the Falcon and he's talking about how interesting the, um, the language is of the ship. Uh, And it's because it's made up of three different droids L3 being one of them. And huh. so obviously L3 is very unique, um, very funny. So I thought that was a cool Easter egg. And I didn't know that Anthony Daniels made an appearance. He did. In this movie. I did yep, not he know made that. a cameo appearance. Not as a droid. No. As Ironically. Himself. Yeah. Which is kind of no, cool. But that's that's it for me. What about you? Mine's much less interesting, but I have a theory about it. So when you see Han in his infantry get up, like they do the cut scene from him signing up to join the Navy to him being in the Imperial infantry and like, you know, blasts are going off around and, you know, he's like scared for his life and his, the major gets blown up in front of him and he starts running back, like trying to figure out what to do. In one of the scenes, and I barely caught it, but you hear in the background someone go, My leg! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> My leg! But it's exactly as it was in SpongeBob. Yeah. Classic. It's the same guy. It's Fred. It's It sounds like his voice. And his voice was voiced by a couple of different uh, voice actors, but D. Bradley Baker was one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm wow. wondering, I looked through a lot of the uncredited, but I'm imagining even for one, like a one line like that, they're not going to even list them as an uncredited. But I'm trying to see if there's a connection between the two. If someone that was working on Star Wars had a big part in SpongeBob at some point, or, you know, hmm. I, I maybe just Ron Howard's a huge fan of SpongeBob. But it was exactly, I mean, the same pitch, same everything that you hear as you hear it in SpongeBob. Cool. So that was my, my stupid fact of the day. (laughs) So I've got the quote, I've got the quote, um, in the empire strikes back three PO says, sir, I don't know where your ship learned to communicate, but it has the most peculiar dialect. And, and then it just goes on to say that L three is the main navigation brain of the freighter. So makes up a third of the, the communication dialect. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. So, on a different note, what ranking did you give characters? 3.5. Mm. Um, I liked the characters. There was nobody that I didn't like, but mm-hmm. there's really not a ton that I love. Oh, just really? Cool, yeah, just some cool characters. Oh, the okay. only one... 
The only one that I really, maybe I think I would love to see more, like a lot more of was Dryden Voss. Give me more Paul Bettany. He is good. No yeah, I thought he was cool. It. Um, it was it was just a lot of younger recasts of older characters, and I felt right. like it was executed well. Uh, no complaints. I I like Kira. You know, I I do want to know. I do want more Kira content. I I have that book that came out earlier this year. I think it was earlier this year. Um, in my Amazon wish list. Um, the Crimson Climb or whatever. Yeah, it's got her on the cover. That doesn't actually come out till October. Oh, so I must have it in my wish yep. list to be pre-ordered. Yep. Um, but I, I do want to read that. I think that Kira's cool. But, I mean, if I'm measuring this up against something like Revenge of the Sith, it's not even close. Oh, see? So I gave it a 4.0 out of 5. That's fair. It's not that far off from mine. I gave it, which I think was... I can't remember if that was higher than Revenge of the Sith or not um, for my ranking, but I gave it a 4.0 because there really wasn't anything, like you said, that I disliked. I don't think there were any characters that I wasn't like a fan of. Um, some of my top 10 favorite characters come from this movie by far. Okay. Rio Durant, excellent. You love Chewie, I know that. I love Chewie, and I love L3. L3 was great. I love that. I, I can get, you can't give me enough L3, like her <laughs> attitude, her spunk, everything about her. And I know some people were really annoyed with her, which I don't get, but I loved her. I thought she was fantastic. Um, I yeah. Thought, I thought Donald Glover did a fantastic job as Lando. Yep. And I, I really hope we are going to get that Disney plus series with him in it. Because he was yeah, fantastic. I think would be cool. He was. I don't. I vehemently disagree with all of the the hate towards these actors. Specifically, I mean, I think most people thought that um, Lando was done well, but Han. I think that anybody that thinks that Alden Enright didn't do a good job is just mad that it wasn't Harrison Ford. Yeah, probably. I thought he did a fine job. He did fine. He he. I, I noticed that a lot of the mannerisms were done well. I think vocally it wasn't quite there, but it was, I mean, it, it's, he's not well, Harrison Ford. Guys like Lando weren't quite there. Cause it's not Billy yeah. D Williams. I mean, you're not going to get the same exact, you know, the, the yeah. closest comparison I've seen is Ewan and Alec Guinness. Like those guys, he, Ewan did a very good job of mimicking Alec mm-hmm. in a lot of ways with voice. And so, you know, I'm I'm going to give him credit. I think he's probably been the best. But even then, there were differences. And there are going to be. They're different yep. people. Well, they're younger, too. Yes. But they're younger people. And Tobias Beckett, dude, I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I, I, I love him. I, he was in. I have not seen anything that he has been in that I didn't like. Yep. Like, he is just, he's a fantastic actor. But he's always the same kind of guy, too. And I'm not... That's okay. There's no hate for that. I'm not one of those guys. He does it well, and it's an interesting character. But it's... Ryan Reynolds is the same way. Ryan Reynolds, I would say... the same way. Yeah. You get typecast, and once you... You know, if you do something well, you're going to get cast in that kind of role again. 
it makes him some good money. Yep. Acting's acting, dude. Like you're making money, you're making money. You know. So I gave it a solid, very solid four. Um why I didn't give it a five, I don't actually know the more I think about it. Um, maybe because of those differences, you know, you can't get perfect comparisons between, you know, the different actors who portray different character, yeah. the same character. But I, f- I felt like everything was cast very well. Yeah. So solid. What uh, music, music. I put 4.5. <laughs> We're far off. What did you put? I just put a 2.9. Oh really? Yeah, I, I, it wasn't bad music, right? It it was. I just felt like it was average. No, you know, see, ah, I, didn't, ah. I didn't feel like anything enhanced the scenes. There were a couple songs where I was like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." Like that's not your average uh, Star Wars music, but I don't know. I, I there it wasn't amazing, but I didn't think it was bad at all. I don't think it detracted. Average. See, I was I was the exact opposite. Like I'd be listening to it. And it was all different. It was all new for the most part. And then you'd hear something that was familiar and it would make sense because whatever was happening in the scene was a nostalgic event. So like when Han first takes the helm of the Falcon. I did notice that. That was cool. You know, stuff like that when they start playing some of those originals. And, you know, I think it did a very good job of blending original nostalgia with a bunch of original new music as well trying to tell a, a different story or a new story about a character we've come to know and love. Um, I, I just, I thought, and the, the one thing that stood out to me most that was, I think incredible is the propaganda ad towards the beginning of the, the movie. I don't know if you catch it, but when they're like, join the empire today, they're playing oh, the Imperial March yeah. in a major key. Yep. Which is awesome. That, yeah, I think that's, that's cool. That's a brilliant move. That's that's so smart to to take something. First of all, they took it and made it like in universe canon, which is really kind of cool to think about. But on top of that, they switched the key and made it like, no, this is this positive thing. Come join. <laughs> you know, we got benefits for you. You know, we're gonna we're gonna train you up to be the best you can be. And it's like that that's really sketchy. I like that. You know. Yeah, that it, it's clever. But there were, there was also this one scene. I don't remember where it was, but it was like this electronic song, and I, I get it. You know, this is going to sound real old man on on the hill, but I just don't like that in Star Wars. I didn't like it mm. uh, in Mandalorian. I, I I just I don't like it. I think it dist- it distracted me is what it what what it comes down to. But I didn't hate it, right? Like I don't think that there was anything bad about the score sure. it's just it was average i keep saying average, i love that's it. what comes to mind for me and i i thought it was fantastic good i'm glad so all right what about effects i gave it a four um good. and this one this one i do i have been debating in my head about going a little bit higher because the more i think about it the cooler the kessel run was in my head and oh, dude, it was so awesome. How how well done that was. I think that so what I put is that being the first Disney movie that we review, I think that all of the Disney movies will have high marks for effects. Um, that's all of them have been visually really good. 
and this one is is no different. Solid CGI, nicely executed. Oh. Yep. The Kessel Run was really where it was just on full display. Incredible. I gave so, it a four point five. Uh, is it too late? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah, gonna, you gotta I'm stick with it, dude. Four. I'm sorry, but I gave yeah. it. A, I I did the same thing. I gave it a four point five. Obviously, this is what the like second newest of the Star Wars movies because this came out before yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So right. I mean, obviously, technology has come a long way with the CGI and everything, but. To me, this is one of the most realistic Star Wars movies I've seen in terms of CGI usage. They didn't do too much. No, but they did enough to make it look realistic. That, that's that's where I'd leave it, is they did the right amount. They made it look good. It was polished. It was perfected to an extent. You know, I mean, there really weren't any areas that, unlike the prequels, stuck out, you know, stood out to me. Um, and, yeah, stuck. <laughs> there weren't really any areas that stood out to me um, as, oh yeah, this is, I mean, obviously the castle run was CGI, like no question about it. I know that, but it didn't look CGI. It was so good. It was, the it was colors. seamless. Yeah. So 4.5 by far. Um, like I said, I probably won't give any fives out unless I have just the absolute perfect movie, which may never happen until Dave Filoni is given full command <laughs> of the ship. So, um, plot. What did you give it for plot? I gave it a 3.8 out of 5. Okay. So We're actually pretty close on that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I really liked the story. It was it kept me engaged. Like I, I, I had to split it up. Like, I didn't get to watch it in one run-through, and I was disappointed that I, that I had to pause it. I don't remember yeah. what I had to do, but um, I didn't want to. So, it kept me engaged had some cool elements, but it was a bit predictable. Like I, even back when I watched it originally, I think it was so obvious what was about to happen with Beckett. Um, you know, near the end when we found out that he was, he kind of had double crossed them. I thought that was so obvious because if you're paying attention, it wasn't Kira. Um, and so there's only one other option. So that that's really the only detractor in terms of plot for me is that I just felt like it was obvious. Um, See, so I gave it a four. Okay. And the only detractor. Oh, and I didn't even mention Sam Witwer and Ray Park and characters. I totally meant to. Cause I yeah, love I seeing Darth Maul. Too. Yeah. I, yeah, I love seeing cool. Darth Maul. Um, but plot line, to be honest with you, I didn't have any issues really all that much i mean yeah it was predictable but more so the second and third time around watching it like the first time i watched it i didn't actually re I, I i was so engrossed in what was happening in the moment that i wasn't even thinking about who betrayed him and then when they announced it was beckett i was like oh crap that makes sense how did i not see that it's woody but harrelson man he's the same character in every movie that he plays in I mean, he didn't betray anyone in Hunger Games. No, but it's consistent with with him to just always be looking out for number one. I'm just saying. Have you seen his basketball movie he came out with recently? Because I don't think that was the case. No. No. So you need, you need to start watching some more of his movies. <laughs> I've seen a lot of his movies. I'm just saying. I, I thought the... 
I think I would have liked to see more of Crimson Dawn and the Crime yeah. Syndicate stuff. But it was a where? movie about Solo. Well, so, where would they have fit it in? Yeah, that, that's the thing. I have to look at it and say, well, I understand they've got a limited time slot that they've yeah. got to kind of do and everything. I put it with. down below, but it already was kind of a long movie. Yeah, it was. Which, But this was one of those – well, I'll get to that next. But yeah, so yeah. I thought the storyline was pretty good. Um, you know, some of the Kira Han stuff was a little like predictable that, that part of it. I was like, okay, yeah. All right, whatever. But I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed their relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love everything between Han and Lando. I, I want to see it a all, lot more of Han and Lando. Yeah. It went down. It went down exactly as I always imagined it in my head. Yep. Yeah, I it's definitely want to see. Done so well, and like I said, Donald Glover just does a great job playing Lando. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just they did a good job giving us visuals to stories that we already knew. Yes, um, you know, they executed it well. How he gets the Falcon, the Kessel Run, um, you know, it, and the thing that I really particularly liked about it is it all was just natural. Like those yep. things all just fit into the story. They didn't overshadow anything. They Absolutely. weren't. It it really felt like it was done by somebody who understood what fans would want to see out yep. of it. It was done well. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't overdone. Like it, it was. It was proper. Oh, and let's talk about. I mean, everyone calls Star Wars like a space samurai western. Essentially, yeah. this is the first movie we've actually gotten a train heist in. Oh, is it? That's like classic Western. <laughs> yeah, I guess that, we've that is a, a staple of, of Western cinema. And we got a train heist. Mm-hmm. That was so cool to see. I yeah. loved it because I have always loved. So Western movies are like some of my favorite. I grew up in the Southwest in Arizona. We've got arguably one of the biggest, most famous gunslinger battles between law and order and outlaws in Tombstone at the OK Corral with the Earp brothers and Doc Holliday. They've made two movies about it. They've got the Wyatt Earp movie, and then they've got the Tombstone movie. One of the biggest gun showdowns of all time. Most, arguably the most famous. And so Southwest, Western history, cowboy, all that fun stuff. Like, I love that. I eat that up. I love to embody that. And so, when you compare Star Wars to that, yeah, we get some of that at times. And Han is a perfect example of an outlaw who he's outlaw. He is an outlaw, but he's outlaw about an in, you know, towards an unjust law and order. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, yeah, he kind of flirts with that anti-hero hero personality. And I, but this movie was like perfect example of Western. I mean, I thought it was with the gunslingers and everything, and it was it was oh, it it embodied that really really well. Speaking of speaking of gunslingers, one thing that Alden Enright did really well is shooting the way Han shoots. Yes, he like when he backs really well. up on on Kessel when he like backs up onto the yeah. Millennium Falcon and he's shooting out. He does it just like Han. I mean, it was he really did good. Such a good job mimicking Harrison Ford's portrayal yep. of Han. No question yep. about it. You know, I got to give it to that kid. For sure. He did well. You did good, kid. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, overall entertainment value. Three point seven. Oh. Um, I said overall, it's an enjoyable movie. A bit long, in my opinion, but it was engaging. Uh, the visuals were solid. Um, anything that I didn't really love wasn't a big enough deal for me to mark it down as a detractor. So I call this movie good, but not great. Uh, oh, but I think oh. it does. I think it deserves a seat at the table when we talk about good Star Wars content. And I think people are coming around to that and it's escaped the shadow that The Last Jedi cast when it was released. Uh, yeah, now they have. That's for sure. Yeah. It, it has gotten to that. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Okay. This is... Very interesting. Uh, arguably one of my favorite movies to rewatch. Like, I... I don't know what it is about it. It doesn't have lightsabers or Jedi, which is my favorite part of Star Wars, mind you. That's probably why, though, Wade, because it's a good, it's a great it's just story. A, it that doesn't takes place rely on Star my Wars. favorite things to be a good story. It's it's the same thing that made Andor great. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or Rogue One, which we'll get into next week. Yep. I mean, it didn't yeah. have to. I I didn't have to rely on my favorite things for me to think, "Wow, this is a great movie." I really, really enjoyed this. Like, it's one of two Star Wars films that have come out by Disney that I've actually enjoyed watching back to back in theaters on opening mm-hmm. night. I loved yeah. it, and I would it was awesome because I... the theaters were empty for the most part when I went to see it. Because some of you fans suck. You guys aren't loyal. Yeah. I don't think that I got to see this one in theaters, but it was just because it came out at a time when I didn't have time. Mm. I took time off from work to prepare Good for myself. You. I usually do. I usually request off early so I can get home and like get ready for my... It, it's a whole ordeal, man. When I go to see movies on opening night, not yeah. that's not true because I don't I, I don't actually see movies on opening night except for Star Wars movies. But... I I could not afford it. Like th- when I wasn't working at this point in right. my life, when I wasn't working, I was sleeping. And when I was sleeping, I should have been working because we had no money. Yeah, that's fair. I think I was still in dating stages when yeah, I was, was newly when married. I would see this. So. I didn't have any as much issue at, with that, but yeah, yeah, I I loved loved watching this movie, and the whole time watching it again this week, I just found myself smiling, going, "Wow, this is a damn good movie." Yeah, it's I I would I like I said I think this movie deserves a seat at the table because I I agree with that. Like I would watch yep. this right now and I would enjoy it. So. Um, but when I'm comparing it to the other movies, it's not like this. This movie is not close to the revenge to Revenge of the Sith for me. Uh, see, that's where I differed. Yeah, it's, it's which just... I was very, I was very surprised about. See, that's why I like doing this scoring though, because I'm looking at each movie differently. For the most part, mm-hmm. not trying. You know, the prequels are hard not to stack against each other, and I'm sure we'll have that issue with the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy in terms of comparing each of the movies to each other in that trilogy. But like I was really, especially not doing it, you know, for a couple of weeks, I was really able to remove myself from revenge of the Sith. I would have that. just give this my scoring 
without thinking about comparing it to others. We're, we're going to have to do this again maybe next year because I already know that I would score some of the other stuff that we've already done differently. I wouldn't. My I score wouldn't. is permanent. I thought you were about to say perfect, and you were about to get a nice little middle <laughs> finger from me because of how arrogant that would have been. I'm, I'm, I'm a little more humble than that. Not much, but <laughs> or maybe I'm smarter than that. No, but it, I think it would be a cool thing to do every year because – No, maybe, maybe like you're... every like – couple of years i don't think i want to do it every year why not you're gonna watch them anyways yeah i am but i don't want to like i want to see as my time progresses through life well that's what I mean. my opinion changes but i don't want to do it every year you know i want to see it like all right in a couple of years when my kids are a little bit older and they can actually sit down and watch them with me and not get bored and you know want to go play with toys you know stuff like that that's when i want to compare it and really see all right how does this stack up to how I rated this before? It's well, been a little while. I think we should do it once a year. It just gets repetitive. Our listeners yeah, are going to get bored with us, Kevin. Works. When you do something every year, you're repeating it. All right. Well, you guys let us know whether you like Kevin's idea or my idea. And when you say Nobody's my listening. idea. Well, <laughs> this is just a phone call between us. <laughs> well, that's that was our goal. <laughs> Yeah. We could sit down and talk Star Wars. All right, so what's your total score? Uh, 17.9 out of 25. 21.5 out of 25. It scored higher than any of the prequels. I think that's the second highest score among both of us. Yes. Wow. Yep. I love that for you. And I'm trying not to pre-write my scores for the next one, but I guarantee the next one's going to be higher. I think Rogue One will probably be higher up on my list. Yeah. I, 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 think, Rogue... I think it's likes Rogue One. It's, it, it was just so well done. Yeah, but we got to save it. We can't talk about it. Yep. No previews. I agree. No previews. Nope. We're not doing that. Nope. So this that's was our good, scoring. I had, I had more fun watching it than I thought I would. Not it that I didn't so, think I was going to have fun. That's because it's an amazing movie. It's incredible, Kevin. Not amazing. It, it is amazing. It's a good movie. It's, it's one of the best. I, I argue that it is one of the best Star Wars movies to ever come out. I do. I, I do think that Ron Howard should do more. I do, too. I think take away Ryan, whatever his face is, and put in Ron Howard. Totally. Ryan up that. jerk face. Yeah, that's right. Jerkface Johnson. <laughs> Take his trilogy away and give it to Ron Howard. I, I mean, don't I think that myself... he's going to get a trilogy. They Kathleen Kennedy a little while ago said it's not off the table yet. Yeah, but she doesn't want to disrespect it's still, But it's still something that they're kind of talking about and floating the idea around. Until I hear he is for sure not getting a trilogy, I don't trust anything out of her mouth. A trilogy would be ridiculous. But a trilogy I, I do, would be awful. I would. I do maintain though that a a trilogy done by just one person is still going to be better than what we got in the sequels, because at least you'll get a complete story. I disagree because the original trilogy was done by different people. Yeah, but it still was George. I guess that's true, but I'm just saying, like, you could have a trilogy with different people and it still be good. 
Yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying that that's what the issue was. One of the main issues with the sequels was it was so disjointed. And I think it was because you had two different people with the reins. And they, they should have just with, given it to one person. They should have just given well, it to they JJ. Technically, they technically had three. Who was the third person? Colin Trevow, Trevow, something like that. Colin I don't know was who the that original. Is. He was the original Rise of Skywalker. Oh, for, yeah, director. that's a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he I I don't remember I don't think he got fired. I think he quit. I would have quit too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame him. But yeah, he was the original director of Rise of Skywalker. And the direction he wanted to go was not the direction Kathleen Kennedy wanted to go. And she told him to redo it all. And I, I think it he was been like, good. F this, I'm out. From yeah, what I I've been good. read, it looks good. I would have, I would love to see, I don't, I don't know anything about that. So I, I'd love to know what the rumors are about what it was going to be. It, it looked good. That's all I'm going to say. We can discuss that on another podcast. I'd be totally yeah. down to go into what could have been the, the what if of Star Wars. What once might have been. What almost was. Yep. And never will be. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I thought the movie had a good balance of romance, action, humor, tragedy. I mean, I, 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 I didn't find anything that I didn't enjoy with this movie. Yeah, I like Ron Howard. The father of Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep. Also, something else I'd like to see, I'd like to see a lot more blank, a Star Wars story movies. Because yeah. I don't think Disney missed the mark with these two. No, that's what they've done the best. And so I, I really think they should look into doing some more of that. And I don't know if the Mandoverse, Dave Filoni one will be that, um, or if they'll do, yeah, you know, know, if it'll be a Star Wars story like these ones. I hope so. Because I'd love to see a collection of a Star Wars story movies. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if it's a pride that. thing. Like, I wonder if it's a pride thing for them, like to admit that those two movies were good, but the actual saga movies weren't. Would be yep. an admission of defeat almost. So maybe that's why they won't do it. Yep. Well, and it just admitting that the Last Jedi they they haven't really admitted that the Last Jedi was the reason Solo tanked. Even though it is. They didn't put a lot of money into marketing for Solo like they did the others. Right. That's part of it. But I really think, I, I genuinely believe, genuinely believe that the the response from fans surrounding The Last Jedi led to their saying, hey, we're not interested in seeing another Star Wars movie six months after we just saw Last Jedi and hated it. I think part of it, though, too, is is money. Like this movie was expensive, and they had to make five hundred million just to just to break even. Yeah, I get I it. And I, I'm not saying that that wasn't an issue that they shouldn't have tried to reel that in a bit. But I'm saying I don't think I think if Last Jedi was truly a good movie, they would have had no problem blowing away Agreed. the box office. Like I, I, sure. I just um, that's, that's, that's what I think is the issue. Yeah, my, I'm only saying that because I think that might also be why the marketing wasn't as, as much. I don't know if they just oh, put okay, it in the budget. Oh, I what you're saying. Yeah. But, and I, I think that that is a good move because if you think about it, the reason it was so expensive is most likely because of all the amazing visuals. So I think it's worth it to have such amazing, like the Kessel Run and all that, to well, be as good as is, it was. 
to be honest with you, Star Wars is Star Wars. Like Star Wars advertises for itself. When you put Star Wars on the title, people are automatically interested. And so you shouldn't have to market it that heavily to begin with. When you say, hey, we're producing a Star Wars movie, you want Star Wars fans to not even care what's in the trailer. They're going to go watch the movie because they're loyal fans and they're excited about it. That's what you want, especially with a movie that surrounds uh, a character or characters that were a part of the original trilogy and become kind of cross-generational. There's Mm -hmm. no reason that this movie should have tanked. The only reason I think ultimately that it did was genuinely because of fans' reactions to the last movie, and they felt that Disney was just trying to mass-produce movies without quality and just put them out as quickly as they can to try and money grab, money grab, money grab. Yeah, and they I did think there's a, a small, poor job. A small amount of it, too, I really, really do believe. It's these, I'm going to call them losers because I think it's a loser mentality, but these losers who just refuse to see it because it wasn't Harrison Ford. I know that might sound ridiculous, but I know people that wouldn't go see it because of that. I think that's like the 1%, though. I really it's a small don't think percentage, it, but it is a it's a it's a noteworthy I it, set. I don't think it would have made a difference if, it, like I said, if Last Jedi was good, box office numbers would have been through the roof with Solo. No question about it. That, sure, that's where I'm putting at it. Well, yeah, and I the reason the I agree with you, and I think a large part of that is because there was it was almost like deferred frustration because yes. it was like when when we watched The Force Awakens, it was like okay. I just I sat through a new hope like I've seen this story yeah. before but it was cool so With I'm willing faces. to see where it's going to go and right. wait 2 years for it we it was really a 4 4 years worth of anticipation to get the last jedi so everybody was just steaming mad so yeah. I, I agree with you Yep I think Disney needs to do better They have done better and they have been doing better but they need to continue that trend in the right direction. I think they John will. Fa- John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Ron Howard, Tony Gilroy. These guys are doing a great job with Star Wars. Deborah Keep Chow, giving them more stuff. Bryce Dallas Howard. Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard. Exactly. These people are, are doing a fantastic job. And give me They're some fans. more Carson Tava. I'm going to throw it out there because I love Carson Tava. We'll see. Give me some more of him. I, I they need to, they need to just them. keep putting fans running these movies and shows. Well, to an extent, I don't agree with letting. I I, I think I see what you're saying. Pick directors and producers who are fans yeah. of Star Wars. I got. Gotcha. I don't want I people see. that don't know Star Wars. Right. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. Well, I'm I'm really worried about Acolyte. Me too. Because um, some of the things I've seen recently about the the person leading it is uh, is is a little concerning to me. When the issues that you're hearing about a project aren't actually about the contents of the project, it makes me think that that the content isn't the focus, and it, it's gonna it's not gonna be very good. Yep. Like when there's uh, distractions, is what I'm trying to say. Yep. There are other things. And it, it, I just want to hear about what's in it and whether yeah. you guys are truly putting Star Wars into it or just making up crap and putting Star Wars label on it. 
I'm excited about Acolyte because I think it's going to be a really different kind of show, and I, I hope that it lives up to that. Well, I don't mind different kinds of shows. Andor right. was a different kind of show, and they it, it was fantastic. But we'll see. It still needs to fit within the Star Wars universe right. and make I sense. Try not, I try to not pay attention to rumors like this, but at the same time, I feel like the older I get, the more rumors that I see the more legitimacy I apply to them because well, it I usually seems to be right. I don't really pay attention to rumors so much as interviews. That's the big thing. When when some of these directors and producers end up getting interviewed about what they do and how, you know, what is their relationship with Star Wars, you know, a lot of them say, oh, I grew up watching Star Wars. And then one of them, I won't say who, was like, oh, what's Star Wars? Does this belong in Star Wars? Is this Star Wars? You know, it's like that meme yeah. where it's got the the guy holding up his hand with a butterfly and saying, is this Star Wars? Like, <laughs> yeah. and it, that's what concerns me. You know, yeah, when the... you say when you say that George Lucas doesn't know all of Star Wars or doesn't like when when you call him out as not being. I forgot the exact wordage she used, but it was basically saying like, he's not the be all end all of star Wars. Like he doesn't know the full extent of star Wars. And I'm like, it's his thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know legally he doesn't own it anymore, but like people still defer to him for opinion on it because he created all of this that we know. So I think at the very least, Disney should be consulting George on a lot of things. They're not. The, the people that are know, are going to be your John and Dave. Yes, and that's why they need more power. I need to have, see one of them. Yeah. I need to see one of them at the top of Disney Yeah. by the end of my lifetime, and I'll be a happy man. That's my goal. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, another one that comes to mind that kind of came to pass is not that, in the end, not that big of a deal, but um, Rupert something, the guy that played the Grand Inquisitor in Obi-Wan Kenobi, talking about how he didn't watch any of Rebels because he wanted to give his own take on the Grand Inquisitor. I thought that was ridiculous, and that's kind of an example of what we're talking about. Why wouldn't you want to watch that? Granted... I actually think he did a pretty good job of representing the Grand Inquisitor, ironically. I think he benefited from not having a lot of scenes. I think that's probably... Well, yeah, he got stabbed and was gone for like half of them recovering. Yeah, he didn't have that his much, but stomach yeah. stab wound that Darksiders always seem to survive from. <laughs> what we did see of him was good. I thought it was decent. I mean, I, I have no complaints about his portrayal. His voice and fluctuation, I thought, was pretty pretty on par with Inquisitor from Rebels. Like, I Yeah, you got to wonder if that was sarcasm. <laughs> it, it's him. a possibility. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, the, the idea that an already pre-existing character um, that there's tons of content on, you're going to be portraying, and you're not going to at least consult... Some of it, I'm not saying you have to watch every single episode of Rebels, but don't you think you would benefit to an extent instead of trying to take your own take on a character that's pre-existing? Well, I mean, just just look at Ashley Eckstein and Rosario Dawson. 
Yes. Oh my God. Fantastic example. They pull from each other so much and they feed off of each other so much. And it's like, why can't we have that amongst actors? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. They just, they both love the character that they're playing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But I, I don't know. I, I'm excited for Ahsoka. That's the only thing I'm going to say. Ahsoka's coming out August 23rd, and I've got a countdown going. I am so stoked. I'm ready for that. I'm excited for all of it until I get a reason to not be. I'm just taking one show at a time. I, that's not true because yep. I'm also really excited for Skeleton Crew. I really want my prediction to come true. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That 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 will I will cry on podcast <laughs> if my if my prediction go come true. Yeah, we'll you have to go do live, a live on stream because oh, I'm gonna get so excited if if he turns out to be Kyle Katarn. <laughs> I'm gonna flip my table. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm yeah. getting ahead of myself. I gotta calm down. We gotta get through Ahsoka first. Yes, we do. And then watch it again and again and again because I know it's gonna be good. Because Doctor yeah, Who is. Yang's in it, or I mean, uh, Professor Who Yang. Doctor Who Yang? Are you even a fan? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I messed that up. Now Professor... I get it. Doctor Who, get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got you it. You did that on purpose. I did. That's right. It was on purpose. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be good. Um. Let's see. I think that's all we have for tonight. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, For those of you who did, remember to like, subscribe, follow us wherever you're following us. Leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Uh, Share us with your friends, your neighbors, your friends' cats, your neighbors' dogs. I I don't care who you share us with. Just share us. Put our name out there for us. Help us out here. Um Reach out to us on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, what else do we have? We've got Twitter and Instagram, Reddit. We've got Reddit. We've got a Gmail account. So shoot us an email, you know, like RFB. If you guys want to shoot us an email and say, hey, you guys should talk about this, send it to me and I'll pop it up on Kevin again. I'll surprise him with another one. So just interact with us. Love us, as I said last. I'm begging you. we, we always look forward to interacting with you guys. Shout out to Casper for messaging us recently. Yeah. Appreciate you looking out for us and keeping in touch. But, uh, yeah, just try to love us. Please. <laughs> Please try. Let's see. How do I do this again? Remember, the force. may the force be with you. And as always, this is the way. Is that Rough. it? I think that it's something like that. I'm just going to go listen to previous episodes. See y'all. Rough.